Welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. I'm here with Shannon. I'm here. My my brain's fried. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, and uh, just for everyone listening, we are looking for uh, a full-time producer, and it pays in food. <laughs> I will cook for you. And you have to travel with us on the road across the U.S. Yeah, so and you different can areas. Ha- you so, cannot have a yeah. job. You need um, some mobile trailer or fifth wheel or commuter mobile. van, <laughs> and I will pay you in food. Yeah, we pay you in food and the good time, and um, so if you're if you're available and you'd like to join us on the road, this this could be dangerous because we got somebody who actually might take us up on this and be like, oh, I don't know. You have to have producer skills in your background, like yeah. soundboard, sound engineer. Yeah, and we that'd be that. creepy because <laughs> I don't know. I've just said that. <laughs> wow. I have no idea. So, um, yeah, as we record this podcast, we are in hot zona. Um, that's what I like to call it because it is hot. And uh, but Makes it's been Arizona good. Arizona sounds sexy. Today we've been recording um, literally all day. Uh, we have been working, and then this morning recording. Uh, kind of course, like a twelve-hour day, and trying to like just keep things going and just working hard. And so you know, we appreciate each and every one of you because it is because of you that we get to do this, and mm-hmm. and for you, um, that is what we love. Like we love that we get to do this uh, to invest in marriages, to invest in families, and. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So what's new with you, Shannon? Anything exciting going on? Um, I mean, I'm with you 24-7, but no, I, f- I don't I know. No, I feel like even though it was a, a long day, I feel like my creative bucket got full because I got to do a lot of creative things tech- with audio, with visual things. And how many times did you probably throw your computer out the window due to poor Wi-Fi and all the Actually, I've been hotspotting off my phone and... Yeah. Life has been good. And I want to compliment you because you've been actually really good. Like you haven't been short fused with me. Because normally when you get, no, 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 Shannon, when you get frustrated with the Wi-Fi or with the internet, when you get frustrated with things aren't working, you get a little short fused. And you don't. No, I'd be like, what can I do? I'm going to go find a way. I'm going to go to a coffee shop and work. Yeah, the coffee shop we went to decided to close at two. Well, so yeah, that not was, today. The other day we did yeah, that. Yeah, well, that wasn't helpful. Yeah. So, No. As long as I can hotspot, I'm I'm golden. If she's on that hotspot, then she's good. Javi, you made that sound dirty. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what's I, funny is you can make any word sound kind of sexy. Okay, when you okay. Use say certain... the word plant. Plant. Okay, say the word candle. Candle. Okay, say the word sofa. Sofa. Ew. You see. Any Wait, word, give can, you like, any like word really, can be made to sound that way. What's a really basic, plain <laughs> word? The most basic. Like hello or no, no, no. Like water? No, water could be sexy. Okay. Like well, um, like ficus tree. Yeah, say ficus tree. Okay, I'll say, are you guys ready for this? Ficus tree. <laughs> ficus. It's all in how you say it. The ficus tree. Say hydro flask. Hydro flask. Javi, you're just living out your announcer yeah. dreams right now because that's what you really want to be doing. Ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, so um, wow. Listen, I, I we're I know we're ranting. Sorry. So we've had four minutes of of just going on. <laughs> um, something's been on my mind a lot, and I think it's like we do a lot of resourcing and supporting couples, of course, and providing you know tips and tools and resources and all these things to help you improve your marriage and 
to really excel, hopefully, in building a healthy and strong marriage. And, you know, part of what we do and what we say we love to do is to help see marriages restored, redeemed, uh, and to overall. T- that they would tell a different story yeah, to their family. Absolutely. Their that stories would be family. redeemed and marriages restored yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, I mean, that's kind of what we're about. And But a big thing that we've done is like really trying to help people understand this mindset of marriage and this shift of understanding the importance of marriage. And I think that we currently live mm-hmm. in a culture and society that has degraded marriage, that has lost the sanctity of marriage. 100%. We have churches and pastors and leaders, and we have individuals who are not standing up and fighting for marriages. And I'm not saying if you're listening and you're a pastor, you're a leader in the church or wherever you're at, I'm not saying that marriage is not important to you. What I am saying is that I believe that we've given it some attention. I believe that we have talked about it a little bit from the platform. I believe that we have set up marriage classes and workshops and all those things. And we've seen some churches who are doing it really well. But I don't know if we truly understand the gravity of the importance of marriage and family in today's society right now. If you're going to get on a soapbox, can I? It's not a soapbox. It's not a soapbox. It's the truth. No, 100%. 100%. But if I could get on my soapbox for a minute. Sure, sure. jump on the box. The thing that I don't like is when churches, Bible-believing churches, uh, have relationship or communication classes, and they never address what marriage is and how God called it into how he, this is his idea, this is his plan, and that marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah. And I feel like people yeah. are afraid to say that. Yeah, and some people may not listen anymore if they hear us say that. And we're just, we're stating what we believe and what the Bible states. But that being said, I think we're, I, I don't want to know, just at, even as individuals, not just churches, but as individuals, really afraid i don't know if it's afraid i think it's more of like can i stand up for marriage and for the sanctity of marriage and a nuclear family and for families when around us there's a there's a society that's trying to break that down and here's the thing that every society um be, rises and falls with a strong family. family like they become great because of strong percent. families and because of marriages. Yes. That was a Christian model even from the beginning of the forming of our country. country. Yeah. And I, I've shared this at a I don't know, an event that we did just recently that Carl Zimmerman, who was a um uh, a sociologist in nineteen forty five, he issued a report that studied every civilization that fell from within. And then he warned America back in 1945 (laughs) that America would become like Rome and like other civilizations that fell, that became great, but then they fell from within, Mm -hmm. right? And I believe that every society becomes great when it was built on strong families and marriages, but then that's the way they also fall. Yeah. And so I guess the reason I'm saying is that we can give you all the resources and support that you need in marriage, 
But what I want you to rally for and what I want you to rally around your friends and your communities and in your churches is this fact that we have to bring back and raise up the banner of the sanctity of marriage and of family as the bedrock of our society and get back to that place. Drop your mic. We're done. And so, well, no, I'm saying I, I say that because then I believe if, if you really hold fast to the truth that that is what we need to build upon, then you will fight for your marriage. That you will fight yeah. for the the witness, the testimony, the story that your marriage tells to those that are around you, to your family, to your children, to your friends, your neighbors, and in your church. Um, you won't be like, ah, it's not working out. You know what? I, I'm not that happy anymore. This those is, words wouldn't even come yeah. out of your mouth anymore because well, you recognize yeah. this, that's not an option. This is where um, our young individuals... I don't want to call them millennials because it encapsulates well, so many. Gen- so yeah. the, there's this younger generation who hasn't taken time to value history. And we have to look backwards in order to move forwards. And what they're rallying around is ideas that they f- are passionate about, whether they're wrong or right. It's what they're, it's what they're, they're yeah. fighting for. But what they don't know is when you look back at history, that the the way that you're going to progress forward, and if their ideals all come into play, there will be no United States of America. There will be no civilization yeah. functioning this way as we know it. Yeah. Well, in the way that it was founded. And listen, this yeah. is this is not a political podcast right now. Like, we're not standing on... We're, this is a God thing. This is from the very beginning of time back in Genesis, what was ordained uh, in marriage to be an example to display God's love and grace and mercy, right? When God said, let's create man in our image, and he said, let us make them male and female, and then he called them together. And so from the very beginning, this was established. But what happens is that marriage begins to lose its sacredness as it's broken by divorce, and then it destroys marriages and it destroys society, like it loses its sacredness. And then the traditional meaning of marriage begins to be lost as well. So all these things begin to, to happen over a period of time. And we're starting to see those things take yes. place. And, and and I think we we start accepting what's around us as opposed to standing for what we do believe and standing for, again, the sanctity of marriage. Well, so... If I could interrupt you really quick. You may. Or would you like to start your own podcast? No. Um, (laughs) Wow. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing. Uh, You say so many amazing things when you're officiating a wedding, but the most important thing, and you've added it uh, maybe within the last year. I don't remember in past years, but I love this one statement because it's so important. And you say, today... We honor the marriage above the wedding, because as we know, society can get... A wedding is a day, it's a moment. Well, it's, it's a day it's that, that you spent a lot of money on. That's yeah. a ridiculous yeah, amount of money. a party for other people. Mm-hmm. As Javi likes to call it, mm-hmm. a party for other people. Mm-hmm. Roughly, just just some, just some tidbits of some, like, you know, frivolous information. Average $100 a head per, per person to feed them. In the United States, just in 2022. So guess what? If we ever get married again, we're only inviting five people. I'm just joking. 
So that, that adds up fast. So when you say we're going to value the marriage, I love that because it's reminding people and it's bringing that to the forefront of their mind. We're, we're going to honor the marriage above the wedding. Hundred, Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. And and I, I, and I hear the point you're making is like, I think we're living in a time right now where we're not honoring marriage um, in such a way to raise it up as like how we believe it. Like if you're a married person, it is God. And then it is marriage. And people push against us too because they're like, what about the kids? Well, the kids are not before my marriage because... Those are fighting words, Javi. Well, no, we had, we had, I think we had a TikTok video that went like over a million views or whatever. And it had like Javi, hundreds you, and hundreds and hundreds said, and hundreds of comments of, yeah. of people who didn't like the fact that we you said, said your, your our spouse, marriage comes before our marriage our comes first, our spouse comes before my kids because I get to display through the love of my spouse and loving pursuing her what it looks like and what they should expect and what it means to serve, to pursue, um, and to love your spouse as Christ did. And they get to see that. And I didn't marry my children. I married my wife. And yeah. I love my children. Mm-hmm. But they're gone now. And guess who's still here? Yeah. Well, for well, now. Well, our 22-year-old right? no, daughter here. wrote a beautiful post to you today on Facebook because you showed up at both of our girls work at the same place, but you showed up at their work yesterday with flowers. And then she wrote this beautiful post. And what I'd love to say to all those people who were hating on us in the comments about how we're terrible parents because we put our children second, that doesn't mean that Javi and I (laughs) would eat dinner and our children would sit in the corner with like crusts of bread. Yeah. They didn't get anything. Or that we, they never played a sport or we never went to like, you guys don't understand. We homeschooled for 15 years. Yeah. Um, we were at soccer every Saturday. We were at a swim meet every who knows when. Yeah. They are who they yeah. are because but, of what but they, they have said, seen. They said that their favorite person and the world's greatest dad is boom, Javier. Boom, because Favorite person. That's because right. <laughs> they were always had a, uh, a door opened for them. Mm-hmm. They were always shown, shown chivalry, mm-hmm. and you set the bar so high for them. Yeah, yeah. and twenty-two-year-old girls don't write that kind of stuff if yeah. they if they didn't. Well, twenty-two-year-old girls that are just like their dad, you know, wired like him, then they do. That's Michaela. <laughs> um, but so I hope I hope you hear what we're saying. I know we're a little bit everywhere, but like this this place of in your marriage. I, I, I want to encourage you, we want to encourage you to come to this place of, I don't want to say come to, come back, return to this place of holding your marriage in esteem. It is not just an institution that you stepped into signing a contract, expecting that you're going to get what you want in return. If not, you're out of there. It's not this place that you signed up to. And if it works, we'll see how this works out. Or they'll make a good first or second husband or first wife, whatever it may be. Like you signed up for life. You committed through a covenant of marriage. And what we tend to forget is the sacredness of that. And that how we get to display that to a world that's watching us Mm -hmm. of what it means to live a life surrendered and yielded to God than one to another. And we need to come back to recognize that there is a holiness and a sacredness in marriage that we need to uphold. Mm -hmm. And when we do that, it will unite you to your spouse and then to your children and to the people around you. And we can begin to build back better in so many ways. 
right? Shannon was just coming up with a slogan, not really coming up with a slogan. We we're just kind of taking what's already been said out there. Um, it's a, it's in our shop. You can purchase yeah, them now. You know, make and, marriage great again. And, and yes, it's a rip of another slogan, kind of, right in a way. And it's not us promoting anybody or anything politically. What we're saying is there is a truth to making marriage great again. Because people don't think marriage is great. No. Not they, when the divorce they, rate's almost 60%. No, they don't because they've, they've looked at, right, oh, it's negative. It is, doesn't, if it doesn't give me this, um, they've looked at it as an inter- institution to get what they want maybe from it. Um, they think it's for adult fulfillment and it's not for adult fulfillment just to get the things that you need and want and your pleasures met. It's not about that. Listen, your like, marriage tells a story. And you're not going to get to the end of the story without bumps and bruises. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. We, we have wounds. We have, we have wounded each other. We have been hurt by exterior things. We have hurt each other. But those bumps and bruises is what makes us stronger. Yeah. So we, we've always said, and I think that we ripped this off from our pastors when we were in our early 20s, and we didn't have kids. And if your marriage is like a house— you don't put a back door in the house. So when you are living out marriage, there's no back door. You stay, you fight, you pray. Yeah. You get well, people help. aren't again because they've lost understanding the value and the purpose of marriage. Yeah. And the purpose is God. Yeah. Right. And um I I think if couples just pause for a moment as you're listening to this, we're not giving you five to do's today or three tips to better communication or four tips to that. a better sex. I know, but I'm saying like, we're, I, we want, I want you to hear what is being said to return back to hold your marriage, even if it's in a season of brokenness, even if it's been difficult, even if you're unsure what the future may hold at this moment and you've lost hope what we're asking you to do is to come back to a place of remembering what you're called to, of remembering the sacredness of marriage, of understanding the opportunity you have to display love and mercy and grace and forgiveness to a world that's watching, and that your marriage has this generational impact. And so we're just asking you to come back to that place, and, and maybe it's a reset for you, that says, you know what? That's right. I need to shift how I'm viewing things in my marriage. I need to shift how I'm doing things. I need to move in a direction that is going to change not only my life, my marriage, my kids, and those that are around me. Yeah. Like I need to come back to that place. And so I guess I'm in, we're imploring you to come back. To God. Yeah. And, and come back to that place of recognizing the importance and that you would then carry that banner to other people. Not just to other people, to your children and your children's yeah. children. Yeah. Like in in a hundred years from now, will your great 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 grandchildren remember you as Grammy and Poppy who were married sixty, seventy years? Or will they remember Yeah. Them in another way. Yeah. When if you want to see changes right now in our society, you want to see changes in uh, you know our culture and around you and we say like oh well, we're just 
we're just you know two individuals or one individual and what change can i have like you, you can have a lot of imp- you can have so much impact and so much change and a lot of it begins right there in your home a lot of it starts right there in your home with a solid marriage and family not perfect not saying that nope. you have it all figured out but a marriage that is committed surrendered and yielded that you are working through it, that you are fighting for one another, you believe the best in each other. And through that, then you're establishing a strong family. And through that strong family comes kids who will influence their generation and make a difference with the right morals and them being socially aware and civically aware and morally aware and spiritually, you know, sound and fit and serving God. Like mm-hmm. it starts with you. you. Yeah. It starts with you. And, and we believe because it's 24 7 marriage that it starts with in your marriage. Yeah. It really does. And I, so that that, a really, that's my. It was really good. It's not a soapbox. It just, I think, just bringing us back to that place of the value, the importance, the sanctity of marriage and ensuring that I would we love are to do. A, I would love to do a poll. And know why people got married, and just know they're they're simple. What is your answer? You got married because your your parents were married. Yeah. I figured I should marry. I've well, had- that's a whole other podcast too, yeah. because we we talk in our in our mini labs that we've done and in speaking that you know there's a, the reason that you are married. Yeah. Right. The reason you're married must be greater. Yeah. Than what you currently face, and so I want to. And some I people say I'm married because they're sexy. Like that ink in the carry because sexy dies. It dies. Like it doesn't last, right? You're looking at me like, like. No, I'm oh. saying I was trying to remember a quote that I said the other day that you're like, oh, we should put that on the t shirt. <gasps> oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know if it was sexy fades or something like that. But <laughs> I mean, it's like. No, sexy dwindles. Sexy dwindles because it's like, <laughs> oh, they're so sexy. Like, hey, they're going to change. Gravity is going to take effect and things are going to happen. You so know, yeah, I know because I look back at pictures of us when we were nineteen and our skin was really tight and metabolism was our best friend. My skin is so tight. But I have I look at pictures of us now and I see sacred history that makes me mm, You see sacred wrinkles, is what you're saying. No. <laughs> it's like, I'm being serious. Like a fine wine, Shannon, we have aged well. We have aged and I yes, think we aged. have That's, well, I agree. but when I look at us, I, I see history. Yeah. And to yeah. me, that's the most sacred thing because our girls have our history. And to me, that's yeah the most important thing. Don't cry. No, nope. pull it together, Shannon. There are no tears on this one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, hey, listen, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. Uh, maybe take a moment and think about what we talked about today and maybe step back, look at your marriage, look at where you have currently been. Um, and does your marriage display to a world that is watching, people that are around you, children, family, friends, the society, your church family, whatever it may be, does it display God's grace and love and mercy? Um, Are you displaying that this is a sacred institution, a covenant of marriage that society is built on, that families are built on? And and if not, it's time to reset and come back to that. Please rate, review, reach out. Um, let us know what you think. We love your comments. Give us those five stars. It helps us reach more people. And always remember that in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Have an amazing week. 
Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.